let's give thanks to the Lord today for delivering us from the snare of the fowler, from the hand of the deceiver, from Satan's tyranny today. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Victoriously, 
Hallelujah, Father. I thank you, Lord God, for this precious day. Amen. Today is uh, January, I mean, July the 4th, excuse me, February the 14th, 2021. Amen. And my name is Brother Joseph. Amen. And uh, we're going to be getting into the word today, talking about uh, deliverance again and music, the great uh, persuader. Amen. And, and how music influences and impacts our lives and gives a road to the enemy if you were listening to music that's of the world, right? And uh, so let's go ahead and get started here with some prayer. Father, I thank you again, Lord God, for prayer, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that we can come boldly unto the throne of grace to find grace and mercy to help us in our times of need. I thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name, that you're not a man that you should lie, and neither the son of man that you should repent, Father. For have you said, and shall you not do it, and have you spoken it, and shall you not make it good? I thank you, Lord God, that the righteous, Lord God, that the name of the Lord is a high tower. The righteous run to it, and they are safe. Amen. I thank you for safety that we have, Lord God, in your word today, and in your spirit, O oh God, and, your, and, and how that you always, always look out for us and take care of us, Father, and for your mighty angels that surround and protect us, Father, against the demonic realm. And I thank you, Lord God, that today we reckon ourselves dead, indeed in the same but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for your faithfulness, Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Oh, let me get this adjusted here. Hallelujah. All right, so <clears throat> we're going to finish up from last week where we started and... Uh, and that outline is posted there in the in the uh, comment section. And we got down to the place about uh, we talked about can a believer have a demon, right? And one thing we need to understand is that you see, Peter. Remember Peter? He told Jesus, you know, think about yourself. And Jesus turned around and said to him, Get thee behind me, Satan. For you savor the thing you're not savoring the things that are of God, but of you savor the things that are. Let me see how does it go. I'm sorry. Let me quote that scripture right. That's in Matthew 16. And what I'm bringing out here is that you know the thing is is that if you yield yourselves, whatever you yield, whatever you yield your members to, that's who you're going to be a servant to, right? So if you yield yourself to God and the Holy Ghost and Jesus Christ, Amen. Then, uh, then, then then you're, you're yielding in the right direction. But if you yield to the enemy and to the world and so on, then you're not yielding properly. And so therefore, you're going to become a slave to that thing. That's why idolatry is so important that we destroy idolatry in our lives. Amen. And, and of course, the, the main area of idolatry is you. You see, because whatever direction you give yourself, amen, you're the one that's the source of that. And that through the inspiration of the world and or the devil, the enemy. Now, <clears throat> Matthew 16, 22, Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. See, Jesus had just explained to them that he's going to suffer many things of the elders and of the chief priests and of the scribes and be killed and raised again the third day. Right? And... Uh, in verse 23, and he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou art an offense unto me, for thou savest not the things that be of God, but those that be of man. The word savest here is the word phroneo, the mind, exercise the mind. In other words, Peter, you're not thinking about uh, things that pertain to God right now. You're not, your mind is not driven right now, uh, things concerning God, or you would understand what I'm saying to you. So, in this entrance, instance, Peter gave way or yielded his members. And guess what? The enemy inspired a thought. And that thought came out and Jesus rebuked him. So, it's not about can a Christian have a demon or not. Is that who are you yielding yourself to? Right? Because we know that the enemy is the prince of the power of the air. You see? And we know the onslaught is very real. Amen? All right, so, uh, okay, so again, it's direct versus indirect, right? Direct would be demonic possession, right? Diamonium. This is what they're doing, trying to control our lives through our soul. Uh, 
and then indirect is the seed of corruption, you see. Now, <clears throat> we read last week how many persons can a demon have. Well, this one person in, in Legion in Mark chapter 5 says we are many. And a legion consists of 6,826 men by their standard back then. So, you see, these demons are, are, are working in and out of people's lives and people don't even know it, right? Now, of course, Jesus cast out devils, amen? As a matter of fact, one instance that I, that I marvel at is that he cast out the dumb spirit and, and now the dumb can hear and see, right? So... Now, where did Jesus get his authority? Well, in Acts 10, 38, it says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He was anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power. Amen. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And in Isaiah 61, 1, all right. Isaiah 61.1, it says here, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me. Well, who anointed the Lord, right? Who, who anointed the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, the Father did. The, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord, Jehovah, has anointed me to preach good tidings. So Jesus Christ, he said that the words that I speak, they're not my own. The works are not my works. They're his works. The word is not my word. It's his work. All I'm here to do is represent my Father, amen? And so he doeth the works, amen? So this work that Jesus Christ was doing on the earth, which was destroying the works of the devil, right? For, for this purpose was the Son of God manifested, he might destroy the works of the devil, amen? So, <clears throat> again, Jesus Christ was doing the work of God on the earth and removing Satan out of his place and, and, and replacing it with the kingdom of God, amen? Now in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, who, what, I'm sorry, who, who is qualified, I'm sorry, to cast out demons? Mark 16, 17. Now, mind you, the enemy doesn't want you to get a hold of the Word of God. And and, and what we're talking about here is a, a realm that we cannot see, right? All right? And it's, it's a realm of spirituals, but it's demonic, darkness, in other words. Spirituals don't aren't just involving the things of God as far as, you know, the Holy Spirit, the manifestation of the Spirit, the charismas, the domas, and so on. As we see in First Corinthians chapter twelve, but the dumb, the the, the darkness or, uh, of the enemy is also spiritual. It's a spiritual realm. Now, <clears throat> in Mark chapter sixteen verse seventeen, and these signs shall follow them that believe. All right. So who who's qualified? Well, I'm qualified because I believe. And in my name, Jesus said, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. I've cast out devils. I speak with new tongues. I've never taken up a servant. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Well, I mean, I don't know that I drank any deadly thing, but I'm still alive, glory to God. And they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Well, I prayed for people and they have recovered, glory to God. So we are all qualified to do the work of God and to cast out devils. All right. And uh, so in Matthew 28, 18, the Great Commission, right? And the Great Commission wasn't just getting people born again. It was teaching them. To observe all that I have commanded you. He said, Jesus said, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All authority here, the word power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and the name of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world age. Right? So you're, so you're to train them and teach them about the Father, about the ways of the Son, and not the, about the Holy Ghost. Amen. And in, in this work of, of, of seeking after God and learning after God, right, it, it requires discipline. Amen. Discipleship. And that's what we must become as dis disciplined learners, getting corrected by the Word and adjusting our lives to match to God. Not the other way around, God adjusting to me. Now in Ephesians chapter 6, what weapons does the believer need to cast out demons? Well, in Ephesians chapter 6, it talks about, <clears throat> starting with verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Not your might, glory to God. Be strong in his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand, his to me, against the 
wiles of the devil. The word wiles here is the word methodia. And methodia is a traveling over, okay? Trickery, a method. So, have you ever had a thought and, um, excuse me a second. Have you ever had a thought and, uh, and in that thought, uh, all of a sudden you start thinking of another thing and you think, you've got a whole scenario built out in your mind and none of it is true? Well, that's, that's called the, the, the trickery, the wiles of the devil, you see? And so, anyway, uh, people, like I said, I, I've done that before, right? And, and, and in doing so, uh, your mind is, is, is full of thoughts and ideas. And, and let's say you're thinking about your mate, right? And you, you suspect that your mate is being unfaithful. Well, if you don't get that thought in check, you see, the enemy will take that and, and you'll run with it. And all of a sudden, you've got this whole scenario built up that's not even of God. In other words, it's a psychosomatic. Your, home, your mind is the one that brought it all forth. Okay? So, <clears throat> again... So again, uh, back to Ephesians. So these are the methods of the devil. The devil here is the word diabolos, which means traducer. Okay, and a traducer is someone that 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 uh, speaks evil of. He's always. Let me look up that definition. See what Webster's has it as. One that traduces is a slander. He culminates. In other words, he's called calumniator. He's always projecting and, and, and thinking evil. Amen. All right. Now. So then it says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Here's the word RK, chief. Against authorities, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in higher places. All this evil that's out there in the world that's, that's very blatant. All right. This, all these things are, are, are wicked. They're demonic, you see. And uh, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God. So we've been given authority to turn upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the devil. Now take a look at this in Revelation 12, 11. Amen. And they overcame him. The word overcame, here's the word nikeo, which is to overcome him by the blood of the lamb, glory to God. And by the blood of the Lamb, we can reckon ourselves dead indeed unto Christ, but alive unto God. And by the word, the Logos of their testimony, testimony here is the word marturia, evidence given, and they love not their suke unto death. See, this is the, 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 the mystery here, is that you got to die to yourself to be able to come forth out of your spirit. Amen. With purity. In Philippians 2, 9. Praise God. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. And every creature and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, we know that, that the enemy, that we have authority over the enemy, not because of my own strength and wisdom, not because of my own beauty and so on and my glory, but because of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, what is required to get deliverance and to stay delivered? Salvation, of course, you must be born again in John chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. All right. The baptism of the Holy Ghost, Acts 10, 38. Let's look at that. Acts 10, 38. And we read this earlier, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Amen. So we also must be anointed with the Holy Ghost. Amen. The baptism in the Holy Ghost has been given to us for this for from God. Now, Luke eleven twenty five. Praise God. Then goeth he and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. And they enter in and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. You see, if we don't maintain, amen, our inheritance and our lives and our families 
And the enemy will come in and he'll bring more help, right? Because now the individual's gotten stronger in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord, right? And now the enemy has to bring more reinforcements, right? But obviously, if we stay true to the word, true to God in Jesus' name, then, then there's no way the enemy can come into our lives and bring havoc, all right? Now, Matthew 18, 34 must be mindful of the, of the enemy and his schemes of bringing offenses and trying to get us at odds with one another, against one another. And, the, and his Lord was wroth, and he delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. These tormentors, the scripture says, I mean, the, the translation for tormentors is this, one who elicits the truth by the use of the rack. Okay, well, the burden that we have on our lives is the yoke of Jesus Christ, Amen. But the enemy wants to put us in a place where he's controlling us, the tormentors, in other words. So, <clears throat> forgiveness, all right, we read that. Uh, abstain from evil, the scripture says, 1 Thessalonians 5.22. Just covering the word, amen. I'm going to get through this outline to talk about what we're going to get into today. So, the scripture says in 1 Thessalonians 5.22, abstain from the appearance of all evil. from Abstain from all appearance of evil. Abstain means to hold oneself off, to re re refrain yourself. Anything that has the appearance of evil and wickedness, the view of it, the form of it, tear away from it. Evil is the word poneros, which is hurtful. Anything that's going to cause hurt and, and destruction, amen, stay away from that stuff. And of course, the scripture says, submit therefore to God, resist the devil. So the the requirement of to get deliverance and stay delivered is submit therefore to God. You see, and when you resist, the enemy's got to go. That's James four seven. Now, uh, Romans chapter twelve verse one. All right. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So us in submitting our lives back to the Lord, right? The scripture says that your, your, your body and your spirit belong to the Lord. Well, walk that way, in other words. Walk in accordance to what that word tells us and what the word tells us. And again, the part of the soul, and be not conformed, verse 2, to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You see, the mind, the battleground is the mind. And this is the place where the seeds of corruption get planted and the seeds of incorruption. But we want to root those seeds of corruption out, you see. And so discipline in our lives where we don't allow any thought, any, any seed to get in our hearts that is of the world. Because every seed produces of its own kind, after its kind. Now, the willingness to be delivered. Colossians 1.13 you got to accept what the Lord has done for your life and walk in that daily. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness. Amen. And has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We have been translated, glory to God. And as long as we flip our minds and our, and our lives away from the enemy and his, and his shadiness and his craftiness, you see. And his trickery of working in the dark, you see. Because the Christian, the ones that are serving God, the sons of God, daughters of God, they're not afraid to come to the light. And, and they're not intimidated that their deeds are going to get exposed. Because in the kingdom of God, we have forgiveness. And we have repentance, glory to God. And we can turn to the Lord when God uncovers an area of our lives. Amen. That the enemy wants to keep covered. Now, continuing in the word, John 8, 31 and 32. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. Amen. And uh, the Porter Ministry, John 10, 3. It says here, To him the porter openeth, all right, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and they hear him. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and he sh the sheep follow him, for they, know, for they know his voice. And the stranger they will not follow. So, see, we're following the Lord Jesus and Porter. And Porter means gatekeeper and saying no to the demonic, no to the evil of the world, no to the influence of the world, no to the music of the world, which is what we're going to get into today. No to anything that has its source in the world. You see, we have to Porter that and shut it down, say no and yes to God. Amen. So in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 4, both of them talk about the rest of God. They could not enter into the rest of God because of their unbelief. 
You see, unbelief causes you to, to, to walk in a place of defeat in your life. In other words, you, you're, you're being overcome by the enemy and his wicked works in your life. So, <clears throat> acknowledge. To recognize is a fact. Amen. Confess the same as the word. Repent to change one's mind. The battleground is the mind. Remit. That means give it up and turn back to the Lord. Deliverance. Now, 1 John 1, 9. Amen. In 1 John 1, 9, we see that if we confess homologia, our sins, in other words, acknowledge what the word says about the sin in our lives, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Cleanse, just like you wash dishes, your heart, your life has to be cleansed from all that filthiness of the mind. One of the things about the mind, right, is that you can have images and thoughts in your mind, and, and if you're constantly allowing your, your life to be infiltrated by that through the world somehow, through television, through radio, through music, and so on, then these thoughts, the scripture says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ Jesus our Lord. So these thoughts have to be put in check and say no, you see, to these, to these perversions. Now, if the Bible doesn't call it a spirit, it's probably a manifestation. So we have here fear, 2 Timothy 1.7. We have not received, right, a spirit of fear. So 2 Timothy 1.7. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that, is that, no, I'm sorry. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, dunamis, and of love, and of a sound mind. Amen. Sound is discipline, self-controlled mind. Amen. You don't allow your thoughts to just ramble. Go on. Bondage, right? We have we Romans 8 15. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Hmm. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. So when you're in bondage, you're full of fear. But we have received the spirit of adoption, amen. Amen. We are sons of God, whereby we cry, Abba Father. We can cry to our Father, amen, because we are sons seeking to walk in maturity day in and day out in our lives. All right? Now, um, evil spirits identified in the Bible. So we're full of fear, amen, for example. Then this is probably a manifestation. Mark 9, 25. An evil spirit is emanating his presence of fear, in other words. Mark 9, 25. And when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit. Amen. Foul here is the word. It means impure. All right. Lewd, demonic. I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. Glory to God. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead insomuch that they said he is dead. But Jesus took him up by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was was come into the house, the disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast them out? And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Amen. Your life needs to be prayed up. You need to be fasting and so on. Not religiously, okay, but 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 out of out of obedience to God. In other words. To, 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 to dis discipline your life, amen, to keep that soul in check and so on and so on. Because he will come up with some stuff. Now, in Matthew 17, 14. Matthew 17, 14. And when they were come to the multitude, there came unto him a certain man kneeling down and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he's a lunatic. All right. Lunatic is the word to be moonstruck, crazy. And sore vexed, for oftentimes he falls into the fire and off, often, oft into the water. And I besought him, and I, and I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Therapuo is the word cure here. And Jesus answered and said, O faithless, all right, apistos, no faith, and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Praise God. Amen. So again, manifestations. Uh, spirit of heaviness in Isaiah 61.3. The spirit of infirmity in Luke chapter 13, verse 11. This is all in the word of God, man. 
13:11 And behold there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity you see this was a demon amen uh uh, jealousy, murder, and anger. Numbers five fourteen. Just look at that one. Numbers five fourteen. Amen. All right. And the spirit of jealousy come upon him, and he be jealous of his wife, and she be defiled. Or if the spirit of jealousy come upon him, or he be jealous of his wife, and she be not defiled. So here again. A demonic spirit, jealousy is or manifest manifests itself into evil spirits. An evil spirit, in other words. In other words, the inspiration of thought will lead you in the method of Satan travers, tra traverse and all that stuff in the mind. All right, now <clears throat> divination or familiar spirit that was in First Samuel twenty-eight seven. The spirit of whoredom, Hosea four twelve. A spirit of haughtiness, spirit of rebellion, Proverbs sixteen eighteen. The lion seducing spirit, 2 Chronicles 18, 22, and 1 Timothy 4, 1. In the latter days, some shall depart from the, depart from the faith, giving who, heed to seducing spirits. They seduce them, amen. They, 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 they cause you to, to lower your standard. 1 John 4, 3, the Antichrist, amen. Anything that declares that Jesus Christ has not come in the flesh is demonic. <laughs> Unclean spirit, Matthew 12, 43. All these scriptures are in the Bible, amen. And it's important that you understand that because this demonic realm is a real situation. You have to be on your guard all the time. Verse 43, And when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and finding none. So what are they looking for? They're looking for rest, amen. And they're looking for someone to habitate and so that they can manifest their perversion. Now how to minister, right? Try the spirits, amen. Try anything that you hear. Weigh it and check it against the word of God, amen. Bind it. Matthew 12 to 9, whatsoever you bind, whatever you say no to shall be bound on earth, shall be bound in heaven. Cast it out, Matthew 12, 28, you see. And uh, this one here, he says the same, ch same chapter we're just in here. But if I cast out devils by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come unto you. You see, it's a seed of perversion gets out of your heart and out of your mind. That's demonic activity getting, you getting delivered from it, in other words. Now, uh, speak instruction upon its fruit or its curse. In other words, Numbers 22, 6. Numbers 22, 6. Come now, therefore, I pray thee, curse me this people, for they are too mighty for me. Peradventure I shall prevail that we may smite them. And that I might drive them out of the land. For I wot that he whom thou blessed is blessed. And whom thou cursed is cursed. Demons are cursed. Everything that they produce is cursed. And you cannot bless what is cursed. And you cannot curse what is blessed. Amen. Make peace. Amen. The fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace. Amen. Minister peace. Amen. The sons of God. Blessed are, the, blessed are those Blessed are the peacemakers, for these are the fully matured sons of God. Amen. That's what we do. We bring the government of God and shut down the demonic realm. So in Galatians 5.22, this is the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. This is part of what we do as sons of God and daughters of God in bringing the peace of God. Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. Mm. So that was in Galatians 5.22. And this is, again, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, and peace. The kingdom of heaven is not meat and drink, but righteousness joy, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, the government of God. You see, bringing the authority, amen, to shut down the demonic realm in people's lives. Minister healing, Isaiah 61, 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me, amen, to bring good tidings to the meek. Now, 1 Corinthians 12, 3, all right? Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. The revelation of who Jesus Christ is must be given to us by the Spirit of God, or you cannot acknowledge the Lordship of Christ. And that no man calls, speaking by the Spirit, is going to call Jesus accursed. He's not going to slander the Lord, in other words. Ban or excommunicate, amen? 
So no man speak by spirit calleth Jesus banned or excommunicated in our lives. Now, let's go ahead and move on here. We've got a few more minutes. And this time we're going to talk about, praise God. Let me post that outline for y'all. We're going to talk now about music, amen, and, and why it's so important to bring this un, in check in our lives, you see. Because the enemy, he's looking always for a path, amen. He, he Obviously, he's trying to get in the door of your heart, amen. And the scripture teaches us in Proverbs that keep your heart with all diligence for out of it flow the issues of life. He knows that if he can keep you disrupted with chaos and confusion in your life, that you're not going to be able to come forth in the strength of your spirit, amen. Mm. Now, let's go to this now. Amen. Now, the scripture says that thou hast, uh, talking about uh, Lucifer here, thou was thou hast been in the, thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, the sardis. The topaz, the diamond, the barrel, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle, gold and gold. The workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. You see, the enemy originally, Satan, wasn't Satan. And by the way, that's not his name. That's his acts, the way he acts. He doesn't have a name anymore. That's sad. And, <clears throat> but uh, again... The scripture says that, that, that he was the anointed cherub to cover. Let's go to that. Matthew, I mean, Ezekiel 28, starting verse 12. Ezekiel 28, verse 12. Listen to this. Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus and say unto him, Thou, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Sealest, he appears to close up to seal. The sum here is the, the consummation. The, it says the ad measurement. Okay. And in other words, the, the fixed quantity. You Everything that was about you spoke of, of my glory, the Lord. You were full of wisdom and you were perfect in beauty. Amen. And, and everywhere the scripture says that, verse 14, Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down the midst of the stones of fire. Thou wast perfect in all thy ways from the day that thou was created until iniquity was found in thee. So the enemy lost a very important place, Satan. And the Bible teaches us these things. Now, Long before God made mankind and the earth as we know today, he created an angel for the specific purpose of playing music. And this angel was called Lucifer. Now there was three archangels, chief angels. Michael is a warrior and a protector. In Daniel 10 verse 13 and 21 and then 12 verse 1, we see Michael and, 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 and it talks about this warrior. All right. Now, in, in other words, he was involved in a battle. In Jude 9... I'm going to cut it a little short here and going over these scriptures because I want, to, I want to finish this outline. And Michael the archangel, when he contended with the devil, he disputed not, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a really accusation, but said the Lord rebuke you. Isn't that interesting that he wouldn't even accuse the devil and tell him that he was wrong and so on and so on because he respected authority and boundaries. In other words, at one time Satan was a was an authority. Now in Revelation 12, 7, Amen. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. You see, Michael is a warrior, praise God. Gabriel is a messenger. Take a look at this one. Three archangels that we're talking about here. Principalities. Daniel 8, 16. It says, and I heard a man's voice between the banks of Ulai, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. All right. So Gabriel was involved in bringing messages. Nine, verse 921, Daniel 921. All right. 
Yea, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, glory to God, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, call, being at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation. Praise God. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. Glory to God. There was an impartation, amen, from that presence that he was so close. In other words, these angels are always around God. And they've been, they were dispatched to Daniel. And in that, he was able to bring him wisdom and understanding and skill from the Lord, amen. A messenger. Luke 1, 19. Luke chapter 1, verse 19. And the angel answered, answered and said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God, and am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings. Now take a look at this in the Amplified Bible. Glory to God. And the angel replied and said unto him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the, and minister in the very presence of God, and I have sent, been sent by him to speak to you and to bring you this good news. Glory to God. The angel of God was sent to bring good news, amen. Now, one more translation here in the message. I want to see this. But the angel said, I am Gabriel, the sentinel of God, sent especially to bring you this glad news, amen. They bring the news, amen. They bring messages from God. That's pretty precious. Now, Lucifer, music, musician and chief worship, worshiper, Isaiah 14, 12. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12. So, the Lucifer was an angel of God. All right? And it says, oh, hang on, I'm sorry. 14.12, back to the King James. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down the ground which didst, which didst weaken the nations? All right? So again, Lucifer was a chief worshiper. Now, in Ezekiel 28, 11 through 19, it says in verse 13, the workmanship, of the workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. You see, everywhere the enemy turned, he had this garment on, and he, and, he, and he ministered and played music. He was such a skillful and full of wisdom. You see, and it was so precious, I can imagine, you know. And then it says, tabrets is a tambourine, is a part of the percussion instruments. We find this in the rhythm or the beat, pipes. We don't know about many about pipes, but they were probably built with different pitches, you see. So there was, as a matter of fact, when you look at that word pipes, and that's in Ezekiel 28, uh, it says a, a, gem, a gem set, Ezekiel 28, uh, verse 13, I guess. Let's see here. I looked at this the other day. And. Uh, pipes. It says here. A groove or a socket hole. A cavity or a setting. So in other words. Uh, it technically terminated to a jeweler's work. So when a jeweler is getting ready to set a stone. He's got to build a little cavity for it. Right. Well. Pipes here. You know. A pipe is full of holes and stuff. You're right. So again, just an example here, and what the Word of God teaches us about uh, the representation of instruments that had to be blown into, wind instruments. And then it says, Thy pomp is brought down to the grave, and the noise of thy viols. Viol is a six-stringed instrument. This represents all stringed instruments. Lucifer was anointed for the task before God's throne. In Ezekiel 28, 14. All right. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so, thou hast walked upon the holy mountain of God, thou hast walked up and down the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in all thy ways from the day that thou was created, amen. And yet the Bible says until iniquity was found in him. It says that <clears throat> he was the source of the music that accompanied the voices in praise and worship, amen. Can you imagine leading that procession? The way We know the word now in the Greek is epichoriego, choreographing, a, a, a group of individuals. Now we see this dance, but in the, in the original aspect, it was harmonizing and getting everybody in harmony with all these voices and instruments and so on. Now, <clears throat> he was very wise and extremely beautiful. All right? Ezekiel 28, 13. 
he began to be lifted up in pride and arrogance and he began to desire the praise rather than offer the praise. You see? And we have to be mindful here where all these ideas and, and these principles came from when we tried to adorn ourselves because we don't have significance in our sonship with the Father. So we try to adorn ourselves to make us look attractive and so that people will notice us and so on and so on. And it says here, uh, so he, he, he desired the praise rather than offering. Thy pomp is brought down to the grave in Isaiah 14, 11. Pomp is arrogancy and excellency and the noise of thy vows. The worm, I'm going to look at that, Isaiah. The worm maggot is spread under the, Un, un, they spread under thee and they cover thee. So the worm is maggots. In other words, death and destruction all the time. That's what you emanate now. And everywhere you go, you're seeking to destroy, steal, and kill. All right? Now, it says that in Isaiah 14, 13 through 14, the five I wills of Satan, he said, I will ascend into heaven. All right? I will exalt my throne. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation. I will ascend to the heights. I will be like the Most High. You see, he wants to receive the worship. He creates the, the worship now, demonic worship. You see, now this brings me to a topic here that even, even sons of God and daughters of God that minister in music and that have um, sold themselves out, right, for money. And, and now they're involved in concerts and they go around singing all these songs that the Lord gave them. Well, see, they have... They have uh, apostatize in other words they're using these gifts for money all right for favor and yet that wasn't never never ever the intention of god with being with having individuals that could sing and play these instruments it wasn't meant for you to merchandise it all right now that reminds me of a scripture in first no second corinthians chapter two take a look at this latter part we're going to start with verse 16 to the one we are the savor of death unto death, and to the other the savor of Zoe unto Zoe. And who is sufficient, all right? Who is ample, all right, for these things? For we are not as many, we are not as many, okay? We are not like the rest of the crowd, in other words, which corrupt the word of God. Corrupt here is the word kapaluo, to huckster, to retail, to adulterate the logos of God. But as of sincerity, but as of God, in the sight of God, speak we in Christ. Amen. We have to understand what we're doing here in ministering worship and praise and so on, and ministering this precious word, teaching this precious word, and so on and so on. It's not for us to, to adulterate it, you see. Never was given to us for the purpose of manifesting darkness of Satan. And yet we've yielded ourselves, just as Peter did, right? Super soul. He gave his life. And, and, he, and he made a path for the enemy to speak his perversion. We have to understand where the glory comes from. It doesn't come from you or me. It comes from God. Amen. So he says it's being brought down to the grave. Amen. All right. The music that once ministered life now ministers death. And these are very few things that have the capability of persuasion as music does. And let me tell you something. If a... This is why I don't I don't I don't want to hear nothing about the world, the perversion of the world. If I go to a restaurant, they're playing that music or whatever. Right? Sometimes I have my headphones, I put them on. I don't want to hear that. I don't want it to get into my mind. Because once it gets into my mind, it starts impacting my life after the enemy, right? And so it says here, thou art cut down to the ground, which is weaken the nations. To weaken is to prostrate, to overthrow, to decay. That's all he is, is destruction. That's what he manifests. The nations, from one word, from from root word for person, you weaken the nation by weakening the masses one at a time. By this method, method you bring down, you bring division and strife. Music is a step above mere words and the power of per persuasion. Can you believe that? It's more than just words. It's a beat that goes with it. It's a, instruments that go with it. The other day, I was noticing my neighbor, young man, and. He was uh, putting his headphones on, and he took off. And he actually came out of the back, went inside, and then back out the door. He's a young man, about six, 15 or 16. And he was out there, and he started, you know, rapping this song that he was listening to. Well, oh, man. I mean, again, 
you know, we battle with that and, and my family in, in our situation and I constantly war against that perversion and, and my son's lives and, and uh, you know, because I know where it's going to take us, amen, where, where the enemy seeks to take us and that is in, into a place of division and strife with one another where we're against one another. But thank God for the mercy of God and thank God for repentance, amen. Now, <clears throat> words will convey ideas, thoughts, concepts, opinions, and views, etc. Often debated and argued even. Words set to music have the power to convince because music has the ability to pull down the walls of defense. You get relaxed, in other words, and all of a sudden the guard goes down. Here we go, you're getting into that beat, and all of a sudden you're getting into those words, and so on and so on. So it's like a twofold effect, you see. It's impacting your emotions, and it's also impacting your mind. And then eventually your body, you start dancing with it and so on. So by the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled, they have filled the midst of thee with violence and thou hast sinned. The multitude is abundance and amount. And the merchandising is the globalization trade as peddled. And as I read earlier here in 2 Corinthians 2.17, corrupt the word of God is the word to huckster or to retail. See, it's the very, the very, enemy is bringing this into people's lives and why can't we make money of it? We're going to glorify God with it. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, from the root word, which means to travel for trading, Satan believed his one lie and was damned. By the abundance of the conveying of his ideas, Lucifer corrupted and weakened himself and by the same method has weakened the nations. So Jesus said in Mark chapter 4, verse 24, let's look at that. Take heed what you hear, right? And I share this with my sons and my family all the time. You have to pay attention what's coming in to our lives, to your life. And he said unto them, Take heed what you hear. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. For he that has to him shall be given. And he that has not from him shall be taken even that which he has. So see, if you allow the perversion of Satan, the seed of Satan through music and through the worldliness of the world and so on and so on, to get into your life, then what you had in the kingdom of God is going to be taken from you. In other words, because it's being replaced with corruptible seed in your heart. Mm. So Satan's merchandising does not sell only in the head shops. And the in other words, the perversion of Satan is not just only out there in these obvious locations, right? Demonic music, demonic head headbanging music. And by the way, this is the, the flavor of music that I was involved in. Demonic music. I mean, openly cursing God, openly glorifying Satan, right, in the music. And a fast, fast beat. And I was playing this music and the guitar and everything. This is, I came from this stuff, man. And so therefore, I have a, 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 a great hatred towards it, right? Not a hatred, hatred in the sense that I don't want it to be a part of my life and my family. So... You know, and we have all styles of music. You know, even though it's playing in country western music, for example, they're always conveying adultery, fornication, drinking, hatred, lust, vulgarity, on and on and on. The rap songs, you know, every time it's funny because the, the pattern now is every time I stop, somebody's around, there's a lot of cars, somebody will turn up that music. It's only when they stop, too. So, you see, it's all demonic. It's all about disruption. It's all, all about causing division and chaos and confusion, Right? And the source is the same and the results are the same. They're satanic, they're demonic, all to control and manipulate the soul. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. If you don't believe that that stuff is going to cause death, in other words, it's going to cause you to lose the presence of God, you see, then go ahead and continue on it and we'll see where we are in 10 years, if you will. John 10.10 10 talks about the thief comes out before to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that they might have Zoe. And again, Super soul, like I said, you see, we we say the word supernatural, but what we really mean is super spiritual. We want a super spiritual move of God, right? An abundance of power and glory from the Lord, right? And by the Holy Ghost. But supernatural is really the word super sukiko, super soul, in other words. And we don't want super soul. We don't want things that are inspired from the soul that don't come from your spirit. You see, a man's confession is a result of his belief. And a man's belief is the result of his thinking. And a man's thinking is, is the result of his knowledge. And a man's knowledge is the result of his source. And there's only two. God 
or the devil. Now the Bible teaches us very plainly here that love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For if the love of the world is in you, then the love of the Father is not with you. The chaos and confusion of what the enemy desires to bring division, strife, and hatred because he knows that every kingdom and every house and every nation and every household that's divided against itself is not going to stand. And so therefore he tries all these avenues, these methods of Satan and what he does and constantly bringing destruction and pain to our lives, misery, pressure from the world, pressure from our workplaces, all these areas. You see, he's trying to constantly bring us to a place where we're distracted from the Lord. Amen. And, uh, well, I want to say that uh, we're, we've been talking about this now. We're going to get into now, next week, we're going to talk about concerning pneumaticals after the Spirit of God. Amen. And what that's all about. Amen. This is going to be another series that we get into, and I'm, I'm very excited about bringing that forth. And um, I just want to thank you for this opportunity to bring forth this bread of life to your lives. And I pray that you're growing in the Lord, amen, and continue to grow in the Lord, amen, as the seed gets sown in our lives. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for this precious opportunity. I thank you, Lord God, for my brothers and sisters that are partaking today, Lord. I pray that the seed of the Word of God would get into their lives, that they would go over these outlines and listen to these videos, Father, not for glorifying the man, myself, but for bringing honor and glory to you, Father God. As, as I know, Lord God, on February the 7th, 2014, Lord God, the first thing that came out of my lips, Father, after repenting before you, Lord, was, I'm sorry, Lord, for not teaching your people, Lord. And now, Lord God, with what I have and the strength that I have, I'm bringing forth your words of life. Amen. Not for my glory, Father, but that you might be glorified, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for your precious, precious presence today. And I thank you for this word, amen, the seed of the kingdom of God and exposing the darkness of Satan and the demonic realm. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Today, for delivering us from the snare of the fowler, from the hand of the deceiver, from Satan's tyranny today. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Your Majesty, we declare. 
Thank you. 